listeners and viewers to another week of education, the Teachers Talking Terror podcast, where myself, Mike, and myself, Courtney, are back. I feel like it's been a while. I know. Uh, I, I went on vacation, <laughs> and then you went on vacation. So, um, same thing with my other show is that we recorded, you know, we recorded like two or three episodes before I left. I think we, yeah, you and I did two, um, and then they both launched and. And it's like the last episode dropped like almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, sorry, listeners and viewers, if you've been hungry, <laughs> well, hopefully you haven't moved on to another show. Um, but we are back this week to cover 2010 remake of a George Romero film called The Crazies. We've been on this Romero kick lately. Yes, we have. Not even intentionally. <laughs> uh, two episodes ago was Night of the Living Dead. George Romero. And then last episode was our highest YouTube viewing uh, Night or Return of the Living Dead, one of my favorite horror films. 83, which those those like <laughs> really good YouTubers are like 83, like that's a good five first five minutes for me. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we're like, oh no, 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 this is us here. Like uh, you know, we're living that up. But yeah, that that's kind of an unofficial sequel to Night of the Living Dead. So another Romero movie. And here we are covering a uh, another George Romero original, The Crazies, remade in 2010. Um, starring Scream 2's Timothy Oliphant. Uh, and, um, and other people. Other people are in this movie. Um, I'm interested to see what you had to think. Oh, I really like this one. Good. I had a feeling you would. I think I'm starting, not starting. I think I got a pretty good idea of what kind of recipe will come together to make a good, a, uh -huh. a good horror film for you. Um, yeah, and it's been it's been over a week since I've watched this. Um, uh -huh. I watched it on the flight to Vegas last right. last Friday. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's been forever. But yes, I did. I really enjoyed this one. Did you when you fly? Did you fly out alone or did you go with the girls? I went with the girls. So yeah, what were they we, do? What were they doing while you were watching the crazies? Uh, well, we all bought window seats, so oh, okay. we just—I was in the back of us three. Got uh, it. But the lady next to me in the middle, I did see her like peeking over every once in a while. Like <laughs> I could feel, and she was just like looking over at what I was. Uh -huh. And I'm sure it was a big turn because after that I watched like the Anna Nicole Smith uh, documentary. Oh, gotcha. So she's probably like, what in the world is this right. girl watching? Why is she obsessed with that? <laughs> and you probably took full advantage to uh, to like push our podcast, right? Oh, well, so on my the first time <laughs> I got to Vegas, I did. Oh, yeah. That's where oh, I got yeah, that. Oh, right, yes. we got... yeah. Um, she didn't ask as I was watching though, so I didn't tell right. her. Right? No, I get it. I get it. I don't blame you. I don't. Blame <laughs> you. I would have just looked, turned around and said, "What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> like, do you want to know why I'm watching this movie? <laughs> All right. Tune into our podcast, the Education. Uh, no, that's fun though. I I was because I was like, I, you said you were going to watch it on the flight, and I was like. She's going alone. What are the other girls going to do? But yeah, if you guys all had window seats, then you weren't sitting together anyway. Uh, nope. Fair enough. So, The Crazies, 2010 remake. Um, I like this movie. My wife, uh, she was like, ooh, you guys should watch that for the podcast. And so we did. Um, so, yeah, you said it's been about a week. So we'll kind of brush through the plot a little bit here for those that have not seen it or need or have seen it and enjoyed it. Spoiler alert. There's coming some... some uh, 
some sport well obviously spoilers one thing i really like about this movie i like it about movies in general um is when you get like vaulted directly into what's going on i really like a movie where the characters don't know what's going on and i don't know what's going on and we're all figuring it out together so this movie is small town iowa um ogden marsh who cares what the name of the town is it's a small town iowa um you know where there it's it's american it, it's yes. your america <laughs> you know you got your you know your business district in town is full of mom and pop shops um you really don't have any local police department so you're relying on your county sheriff to do the work uh you got one doctor in town that knows everybody's name etc cetera, etc cetera. you know that kind of that kind of setup uh everybody shows up for school sporting events and that's where we start out is uh, we start out at a baseball game, um, and we meet our main character, Sheriff David Dutton, uh, as he's taken in the baseball game with his deputy. Everything's going just fine until the deputy notices um, notices somebody. Now, for me, it seemed to be a really, really low wall out there in center. Because uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy, this resident rory is his name uh the deputy i'm losing i'm drawing a blank on his name russell russell's the deputy's name so russell looks out into the outfield and he notice he notices rory um like coming onto the playing field yeah and and so sheriff dutton goes out on the field calls everybody in guys go to the go to the dugout because he realizes rory's carrying a shotgun and yeah, that's kind of scary there in itself. Yes. Now, Rory's got kind of a reputation around town. He used to be the town drunk. Um, and so, you know, Dutton goes up to him, tries to talk him down, realizes, like, Rory's just staring right through him. Like, nothing is processing. Yeah, it's like no one's home there. Like, he's just staring into black. Right, nothing at all. Um, you know, he's trying to tell, put the shotgun down, Rory. You know, like, put it down. You've been drinking. You know, just normal stuff. Like, yeah. this is not right. Of course, everybody's, you know, obviously put out by it because they're playing a baseball game and now there's a standoff in center field. Um, but Rory, uh, you know, he lifts the shotgun on, on David and David just shoots him. Yeah. You know, puts a bullet right in his head. Of course, and, and I, did, I did appreciate this because, of course, right now, um, you know, there's a lot of contention with, law enforcement and civilians and it's like you know oh another gun happy police officer you know but Uh it's like this this incident in this movie was warranted and i really like how as soon as he shot on him he like reacted personably and then went to like tend to him like yeah you know it's it it was a self-defense safety issue it wasn't it wasn't i'm gonna load this guy bullet full of bullets because i think he has a gun yeah um, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's how the movie starts. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we start with that. We don't know what it is. The town doesn't know what it is. And that's a per like, that really is a perfect recipe for me is like, I don't want to meet my characters too much beforehand because I really feel like the more, especially in a horror film, the more you introduce us to your main character, the more safe they become. Yes. You're not going to do any... That's why Scream was so effective, because you threw Drew Barrymore at us 
and then killed her off. And it's like, ooh, we don't, you know, we have no idea what's going to happen. Um, well, David's wife Judy is the town's doctor, and she's seen. She's got a another resident in town, uh, Bill, who is just acting really weird. Very, again, kind of like Rory, staring off into space a lot, pretty lifeless, just repeating himself all the time. You know, like she asked him a question and he says something verbatim, like a, like two or three sentences strung together. Yeah. And then she says something else completely unrelated. And then he just repeats those same like two or three sentences, word for it. Um, so she's a little put off by Bill, but kind of prescribes some medicine. Because right now nobody has any reason to react. Uh -huh. um, and uh, this movie doesn't it doesn't bring like it's a lot of jump scares in the movie and there's nothing really like you feel like you're afraid of Yeah. but the scenes of horror in this movie are rough yeah like this next scene that we yeah. go into and like yeah. uh, Bill's wife and son they are i mean they're like chasing each other through the house almost right yeah and well yeah because um his uh, bill's wife not you know not to cut you off bill's wife so you're fine. like they realize that out in like the the big barn oh like yes, of, like yes one of the tractors all the lights are on and it's running yeah and it's like full-on combine yeah. like the way she was getting so close to it as it is oh. turning, I was like, <laughs> I was ready for her to be just sucked yeah. up in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, this is how she dies. But she didn't. No. Um, no one was in it. She shuts it off and hears her son scream, which that's when she continues to run into the house. Right. And her and her son hide inside of a closet yeah. in the hallway. Yeah. And um, Bill finds that they're in there and he locks them in there. And this is just like so disturbing. Oh, it's he, so hard to watch. Like he's pouring gasoline and then just lights them on fire. Yeah. With no empathy, no right. nothing. Just torches the place. Place goes yeah. up in flames. By the time fire and rescue and police and everybody show up, um, he's out mowing the yard. Yeah. Like, he's that far, he's that unhinged. He's out mowing the yard. It's dark. Um, and, of course, Judy had just seen him that day. And, you know, she's trying to talk to him. Like, what did you do? And he just, like, looks right through and just starts whistling. Like, uh -huh. no remorse at all. Um, so they lock Bill up. Fair, you know, understandably so. Yes. Um, they lock up Bill. And he's still just a freak. Um, do you do you think that um, David and Russell like worked twenty four hour shifts? <laughs> That's what it seems like. They're the only two police officer because they're the he's the sheriff and the yeah. deputy. So these are county police officers. <laughs> these aren't even city guys. Yeah, and there's um, no one else. And it's like they're the only two. So apparently yeah. there's just parts of the day where there is no police presence. Uh-huh. Um, because they always seem to be working the same shift. Yeah, exactly. So um, they get called out because it's like the next day some guys are out fishing in the marsh. Um, and they come across like a parachute 
Yeah. The, in a tree. Yeah, and it's got this disgusting yeah, body. Just bloated, <laughs> like waterlogged, bloated, dead yeah. body that's been down there for not not long enough for the fish to eat it away. Right. But long enough that this thing is just waterlogged. Yeah, and it, it reminds me of like really hot summer days when you drive by a deer on the side of the road and it's like yeah. yep that's gonna bust tomorrow yeah oh it's like, so gross yeah it's just uh, so all bloated my, in all my years I've thankfully never seen one pop but yeah you get it when when it's not rigor mortis but they're so bloated and <laughs> their legs are yes they're, they're more than straight out they're like obtuse now yes because they're so bloated and you're like I'm pretty sure that deer was not bow legged <laughs> But yeah, he's this guy is just he's he's dead. He's beyond dead. Yeah. Um. So. You know, Dutton and Russell go out to investigate, um, and as they're, um, as they're investigating, like the some guy takes them out in like a John boat, you know, it's a trolling motor or whatever, um, and they discover this military aircraft that is crash landed into this marsh. Yeah, and it's... And it's completely submerged. Uh-huh. But, but it's not deep enough that you can't see it because they pan back and it's kind of a really cool shot. Uh-huh. They pan back and you're like, that's a yeah. giant airplane. It was. Like, I'm just like, how did nobody hear that? Well, and they even talk about that. David was like, why Why was this not reported? True. You know, like, this, yes. something like this would have been in the news, which gave us kind of our first indication that somebody's behind all this. Yeah. Um, and not in a purposeful kind of way, right? You know, this, but it, it is. It's kind of, in some ways, it's it's a little reminiscent of like what happened in Return of the Living Dead. Uh huh. Of like a canister's been lost and it's opened, yeah. and now we've got bad guys. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, David starts investigating. I'll give him credit. He's he's a good cop. He is. I don't know if he's a good cop because the script has written him that way, and we need to get from point A to point B, but. Timothy Oliphant does a great job of portraying this cool, calm, collected sheriff. Yes. That's probably overqualified for being the sheriff uh-huh. of this county in Iowa because um, like he quickly puts two and two together that, you know, the city's drinking water is filtered from that river that this plane landed in. And the two closest houses to that river are Rory and bills uh-huh. and so he quickly deduces that i think the water is contaminated and that's what's leading to this bizarre behavior so he goes to the mayor and the mayor's just a joke yeah <laughs> like he lives out on this patch of land out in the middle of nowhere he's probably been mayor his entire adult probably life. the entire time he's been there you know uh and he's got one one goal in mind and that's just to be mayor like he's uh-huh. got an in-ground pool and you don't see any yeah. family it's just he's just living it up yeah he is so david goes out and he's like hey there's a connect i think there's a connection here we got to turn off the, the city's water supply of course the mayor's like no <laughs> like it's <laughs> we're not doing that not gonna happen and so david's like well i'm gonna do it anyway uh-huh and he does <laughs> it it doesn't help no because Um, now it's just like and i'm not this is i'm not saying anything against people who were 
afraid of COVID because when it came out, like it was very scary. Right. But this is how I feel like some people viewed COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, the like I mean, like you've got soldiers coming in, like oh, yeah. everything shut off in town, like we're yeah. quarantining. I mean, like this is I've got a good friend who he was scared to death of it. I mean, if you coughed, he's like, go away. You yeah. know, and it was just like this have, is how I think some you, people viewed it. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Contagion? No. I highly recommend it. As as we're still fairly fresh from COVID, close enough that you'll remember what it was like uh-huh. when it got bad. Um, my wife and I watched that shortly after quarantine started. Now, this movie Contagion came out, I want to say it was like 2008 or something like that. Probably not um, the movie you should have watched in quarantine. <laughs> 2011. 2011. Okay. This movie came out nine years before COVID. And... It was terrifying. I've seen it before, but when I'd seen it before, it was pure fiction. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, that's, you know, yeah. that, that's not how this stuff goes. But then COVID hit. Uh-huh. So we watched the movie again, my wife and I just, and it, oh my God, it was terrifying. Because that movie was like, that's not fiction. That's fact. Yeah. That is how all this happened. Yeah. Like. It was like, how did you make a movie about COVID nine years before COVID? Yes. Um, oh man, it, I highly recommend watching it just just for the just for the smack in the face of like, yep, that's how we handled it nine years later too. Like uh-huh. the movie came out and we handled it the same way. You know, you got agency. I mean, even agencies that I hadn't heard of prior to COVID watching this movie are like. Huh, those are real agencies. I just, you know, it's it, it it's 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 a great movie, but man is it eye-opening and how awful yeah. this stuff goes. Um, but anyway, like you were saying, yeah, so suddenly we've got um the town is just swarmed with military personnel, soldiers, everybody is in um you know, like, what was it, PPA? What yes. was that? Is that what the term uh, was? I think so. Something the, like uh, that. You know, yeah. hazmat suits and yeah. like everybody's head to toe in hazmat suits, different colors, you know, all these soldiers. And it is, um, they've shut down the town. They've shut down all the communication, everything. phone lines, everything is shut down. Um, and they're, they're trying to push all of the residents in Ogden, Ogden's Marsh to the high school for quarantine. Um, you know, they're running a very simple temperature check. That sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> As the temperature check guy at the school, uh, you know, of if you got a, if you got, if you're running a fever, then you, you go this way. If yeah. you're fine, you go that way. Well, Judy and David get separated because Judy is in the early stages of pregnancy. So her body's running warm. Yes. So she gets separated and taken elsewhere. Um, You know, David now has one goal in mind, and that is to get back to Judy. Um, On his, like, Judy, again, is a a different part of the high school, I'm guessing. Yeah. David was almost almost like, we're going to take you this way and put you on put you on basically we're going to put you in a truck and get you out of here yeah it was like 
Like, it had to have been a different building or something because I can't imagine that town having two police officers with that big of a high school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. So, Judy, next thing we know, Judy's, like, strapped to a table. Yeah. With and, just a bunch of people. Right. David escapes quarantine, goes back to the sheriff's department. Of course, they've cleaned out the guns. Uh, he does remember he's got one gun and a lockbox in his desk. Yeah. So he gets that out. Here's somebody coming. Well, it's Russell. So he and Russell reunite, thankfully. Um, and they go to the school to save Judy. Well, Judy has, like, a teenage intern, yeah. I guess. She's got a receptionist or something. Her name is uh, uh, Becca. Who, she's got a boyfriend, Scotty, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, here's another character, because we yes. get up to um and so while Judy is like she was kind of inoculated knocked out she comes to and like I said she's like strapped down to this exam table but she's in a room full of people strapped down to these exam tables some of them are just normal like she is some of them are broken like like you could laughing. tell they're probably infected yeah um which is why they quarantined them or which is why they separated them anyway. yes uh, and so they head back to the school. We have this standoff where, like, you've got this giant like. I'll give I'll give the the military credit here. Like, they built these cages real quick. Yeah. Because it takes a while to put chain link fence in. Uh huh. And they. <laughs> They had this chain link fence up and it installed it. Tower. And the you know, so yeah. they could segregate these people. Well, this truck comes barreling through the gate. Uh, people come out. I'm assuming they are infected. It doesn't really matter. So now there's a big fight. The soldiers versus yeah. the people. The people win. Um, like I said, Judy's inside the school. This was the this was what David and Russell needed that diversion to get into the school. As they are trying to find her, um, like the principal that we met earlier (laughs) at the baseball game, the principal walks into this room full of people. Becca's in this too. The reason I brought her up is because Judy recognizes Becca a couple tables away and they get each other's attention, but not before like the school's principal comes in with a pitchfork. And you just hear it dragging. Oh yeah, (laughs) terrible sound dragging this pitchfork behind him he's infected that's one thing I, I the movie does a great job too there's no wondering if someone's infected right you could tell you look like, at him they're just messed up yeah so he comes in and he is just going table to table gurney to gurney um just running a pitchfork through people yeah and like again no no remorse just nope. like bill earlier like yep. nothing next so he starts driving this pitchfork through, and of course we're like, <gasps> he's coming up on Judy, he's coming or he's coming up on Becca. Becca, yeah. So he raises the pitchfork. She's next. Judy starts screaming, and that was enough to get his attention. So now he fo- he refocuses his attention on to Judy. So he starts going towards Judy. Has the pitchfork up in the air, you know she's not gonna die. Right. I mean, they've established not only because she's the main character's wife, but then they establish she's pregnant. Like, uh-huh. you know, kill her. 
Um, and they don't. Like, they sh David and Russell show up just in time to kill her. And they free Judy. They free Becca. I don't know why they didn't free anybody else. but I know. <laughs> it, well, some of those people were infected. But... Yeah, but, but like we said, like, you could tell. Yeah, yeah, you could look at it and be work. like, that person's got, like, just... <laughs> It's like you get infected and your face automatically gets all nasty. Yes. And not just like crackling skin or whatever, but like you look the like... veins you, pop out. Yeah, your veins <laughs> pop out. There's pus everywhere. And then whatever yeah. whatever dirt or blood or whatever got on yeah. your face just stays there. So Yeah. Um, so we've got four people now. David, Russell, Judy, and Becca. We have a sheriff, a deputy... A physician and a teenager. Yeah. Hmm. What a great group. Hmm. Let's see. We've got a main character and his wife, a deputy, and a teenager. I bet, I bet, I just, even if you hadn't seen this before, they're not all going to make it. No. No. Um, they do get out. Now, pretty much the soldiers have been overrun by the civilians, infected or not. And we, we've got, like, Main Street that we mentioned earlier. That is now destroyed. Yeah. All the cars have boots on the tires. Again, the, the military is purposefully trying to keep people here. Uh-huh. It's quarantine. Um, so they are getting... They, they find a truck that's not booted. And they duck out and hide just in time as a group of in they've got to be infected see they, and they're and, like the only ones that threw me i was like are yeah. these just a bunch of like quote unquote what we would call like rednecks just at, like at this people? point at, at this point i think yes i don't think they were infected yet because they weren't like gross looking. right they were collaborating and organized and but they're basically killing infected yeah and throwing them in the back of their truck. Yeah. Which would make sense why they eventually become infected. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're just, just going to be it. covered in it. Yeah. Um, and so they take off on, the four of them take them off, take off on foot. They're like, you know what? David remembers that like an old police car is on blocks in his barn. So if we head to my place, we can get the car and get out of here. And it's only five miles across fields. Only. Yeah. Um, Ogden's Marsh doesn't appear to be that big. No. But it seems like everybody lives outside of town. I know. It's everyone's like on the outside and the town's on the inside. Rory's outside of town. Bill's outside of town. The mayor's outside of town. The sheriff's outside of town. The physician by default is outside of town. On their way out to David's, they come across Scotty's farm, Becca's boyfriend. Good thing he lived on the way. Yeah. Um, and so they get to Scott. Now, this was a pretty tense scene, really. This was. They get to Scotty's farm. Scotty is in the barn, and he pulls a gun on him. And Russell and Becca were the first ones in view, David and Judy kind of hit along the wall so Scotty doesn't know they're there so again it's one of those of like oh is he like Rory like yeah. pulling a gun and he's infected and we don't know it uh, but no he was fine so they all hide out in the barn because 
this part was kind of weird too. We have like con- like loud conversation going on. Becca's yelling Scotty's name. Uh huh. Russell's yelling at him to put his gun down, and then David's like, "I smell soldiers," and <laughs> they duck back into the barn like a split second before a soldier comes into view. Yeah. I'm like, that's and then they like ambush the soldier, which is fine. Yeah, because they had like, like done a test. Well, because. Scotty watches his mom get shot. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they yeah, they ambush. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. I got my So event. Scotty runs out. And so then the soldiers are like, all right, like, check all premises. Yeah. And the soldier that heads in there, like, this, this was just like, oh, man, is this soldier going to keep his word? Is I know, not? right. Like, what's going to happen? Um, because they took the mask off of, and he's like listen we're just doing what we're told like something bad we don't even know but yeah and they're like well don't like don't say anything like we're not infected right. blah 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 well and beauty even says she goes were you told that if you took your mask off you would get infected exactly because the kids like i didn't want people to die yeah. like you know almost like the military's got me duped too Yes, and um, so he heads out as another soldier comes in. He's like, "Yeah, it's all clear in here." Oh, I know. It was like, <sighs> it was. I was like, are, "Is he gonna tell him? Like, right. is he gonna say, you know, not clear? Like, what's gonna happen?" Um, but yeah, so as they shot all of the civilians there, I mean, Scotty and his mom, this just, uh like they just lit him on fire and moved yeah, on. Oh yeah, it's like it was one thing because we like he's like we saw it from afar. Yes. And so we see Scotty's mom get shot, and then like yeah. you said, he takes off running. So then they plug him, and that's bad enough. And then like it, the camera lingers, and then dude just turns on a flamethrower. Yeah, <laughs> like, and oh. just like bye. Right, and it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, Well, like, but like you said, that, that soldier had told them that the, they'd been ordered to shoot somebody, yeah. like anybody. Anything, yeah. yeah. So they make it back to the Dutton's farm, or their house, yes. I don't think it's a farm. They make it back, they, um, Judy and David go inside to get you know to, to get prepared you know yeah while russell and becca go out to the barn to get the wheels back on the car um because they were pregnant they'd already set up the nursery so judy goes into the nursery basically one last goodbye because they were you know that's where they're gonna have a family yeah um and then the camera to, the, the movie does a really good job of like panning <laughs> as well yeah. Because she's standing at the crib, like the camera just pans enough to the right, kind of like they did in The Strangers, of like, yeah. just going to reveal enough. Um, and you see uh, Rory's wife, it, like she's sitting, like she's standing in the corner. Yeah. And I didn't even know who it was at first because it was like, it was like that effect of like, it's blurred out behind yeah, you. Yeah. 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 And but it was somebody just like, there. someone is there. Yes. Yeah. Well, it turns out to be Rory's wife and son, yeah. um, who already had an interaction with David earlier in the movie mm-hmm. because David assumed Rory was drunk because he was the town drunk. Yeah. And, his, and his wife, Peggy's her name, she's like, he's been dry for two years. Like, that's yeah. not what it was, which no. really was another kicker because when they got the toxicology report back, 
he had no alcohol in the system. Yeah, and he was like, like, and are you so sure that's that kind of what really true? got David going. But yeah, so Rory's wife and kid are infected, and now out for blood. Uh huh. So, um, this is probably the only scene in the movie, and I'll get to it in a second that I have a problem with, because David hears something upstairs, goes upstairs, finds Judy like tied down to the chair. Um, then Rory's son attacks him. He gets slammed to the ground. Then the mom like stabs him through the hand. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. This part that was that was painful to watch as yeah. well. <laughs> so and I'm fine with that so far. So um, you know they're gonna kill Judy. David somehow gets that knife out of the floor yeah the way he with, pulls it but but not with the other hand he just like right yanks his like i don't know i don't know i don't know if that would work but it did but the part i had a problem with is he, he stabs the mom in the neck she dies when her body falls the son is standing there now keep in mind we're on the second floor yeah and i'm being a math nerd here <laughs> but the sun doesn't appear to be backed up against the window. No. Which means Russell shooting him from the ground through the window. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I, it's I'll a let long it, shot. Yeah, it's, I'll let it go, but I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. the angle of trajectory from where, <laughs> where the sun was standing and Russell's shot... It would not have hit him in the head. Like, he wasn't close enough to the window right. to hit him in the head. But he saved the day. So, again, David and Judy weren't going to die. So, they get the car back together and they take off. Um, they're, they're just headed out of town. Like, that's pretty much what this whole movie's about is we got to get out. Yes. Um, they're spotted by a helicopter. Yeah. Which you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. And... They pull into like a car wash outside of a gas station. And it's a nice car wash too, really for being in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's very well, very well. I was well like, okay. Us. Yeah, it's like car washes in our town. I was like, uh, you can do, yeah. Like this has, this is like yeah. your like 70s era car wash where you got the big like cloth uh -huh. lippers and so, it's like there's so much soap yeah. in this car wash. There, um, there was. Cars are like, you're going to have to wash your car after washing your car. Yes. Because spots. Uh, well, unfortunately, the employees at the car wash are also infected. But yet they're still at work that day. So yeah. good for them. <laughs> they must not have been gathered up by the soldiers. They were left. Right. They were left to, to continue working. Um, but they do get attacked. Uh like yeah. the four of them get attacked. Now we start to see Russell acting a little different. Like when he shot those corpses in the house just like yeah, multiple right. times. That's the yeah. And like you can see Judy kind of spitting there like mm -hmm. what well, is Well not on? only not only that, but um like he he like I if I counted correctly, he emptied the clip too. Yeah. Because it was just a six shooter, and you know, and he unloaded like all the bullets. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but Russell's just got that look in his eye. Like, I'm, you know, it's you. You can't tell is he infected or is he just unhinged now? Yes, because like, he always had, he, he kind of had that look anyway of uh-huh. like, loose like I'm cannon. just ready. I'm yeah. ready to kill. Like but I also... like I always wear Kevlar. <laughs> always, I know that kind of guy. Um, and so, yeah, they're they're in the car wash and. I, they're not really being attacked yet, but they keep seeing the employees like through, you know, like through the washing. Yes. Russell rolls the window and just like starts firing at nothing, and then they attack. Uh, yeah. They attack the car. They've got bricks. That one just punches right through the window. Well, yeah. They they grab Becca with a hose around the neck, yanks her out of the back of the car. Clearly breaks her neck because. They got to her body fairly quickly, yeah. and she was gone. So Becca's out of the picture now. Um, which, uh, congratulations, Becca. You actually made it longer than I thought you right. would. Right. Like, she was a teenager in the group. Let's just be honest. Like, she was just there for an extra body. Yeah, exactly. At this point. Exactly. Um, and as they all get out to check on her and, like, keep watch, it was one of those right place at the right time because the helicopter just blows up the car. Well, insult to injury. You almost forgot about the helicopter because of the car wash scene. And then, yeah, like you said, they pull out of the car wash. And then it's like, I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah. Pull out of the car wash, get out of the car, the running car, the car that actually worked. And then as they're tending to back up explosion, you're like, oh, now you got to walk again. This is one of those just like each man for themselves. Like yeah. Becca, sorry, but yeah. you're dead weight now. Right. Let's go. But honestly, like you said though, they would have been blown up with the car otherwise. Yeah. So they take off walking again. Um and there's a car coming, just the SUV of some sort. And they well, they come across two vehicles first. Like they actually yeah. come across Russell's police vehicle. Yeah. Um so Russell goes to check out his police vehicle. Judy goes to check out another car across the street. And David sees this car coming. And so he's like, we're going to get this car. He pulls out his revolver. Basically, he's going to stand him down. We're going to come and take your car. Just as he's about to do his thing, Russell comes out of nowhere with spike strips. And completely just destroys this vehicle yeah pops the tires it goes on about 67 rolls like yeah it's total yeah you know the fact that the that the driver didn't die was pretty amazing i know well and then it's even more amazing that the guy that they actually that they pull from the wreckage um which makes sense that he is a government employee because everybody else has been taken down but this guy had all the details. Uh-huh. <laughs> that plane you found uh, had a biological weapon on it. Um, it wasn't supposed to happen. It was on its way to Texas to be destroyed. It crash-landed here. That's what's led to all this problem. We're quarantining everything. Boom. Russell kills the guy. And like, he was, like, this guy was so open, too. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah, so he, frustrating. Yeah. Because, so frustrating. Because it, you don't have characters like that in movies. No. Realistically. So when they're like, oh, you finally found a guy that you're going to cooperate with? This is perfect. Yes. You're a sheriff. He's got the details. Let's get this. Oh. Yeah. And then Russell's got to go take him out. 
it's like so many things could have been good had Russell just not right. been there. Like right. that vehicle, they could have gone all over because the helicopter more than likely was not going to blow it up because it knew who it was. Right. Oh, you yeah. know, that like they could have stolen fine. it and mm-hmm. just been on their way. But what really tips tips the hand is Russell then turns on the Duttons. Yeah. And it's clear now that Russell's infected. We know yeah. it. He doesn't know it. The Duttons surely know it. Um, but they're walking for like miles. You know, like like Russell's got a gun on him the whole time. And, and finally David's like, I got to confront him. Uh-huh. So um, he goes to talk to Russell. Gets R- Russell lowers the gun just enough out of trust for David. And David knocks him on his butt. But it... I don't. It was like it. It was enough that it, like it jarred Russell back to being Russell. Yeah. And then and he's, he's like, like, "Oh, oh man, I'm now." He he had said something earlier in the movie that he kind of lives out that way too. Yeah. So he was worried about being infected, and David's like, "No, you're not infected. I'm the deputy. I'm the sheriff. You're the deputy. The deputy does what the sheriff says, and I say you're not infected." Yeah. Like, and so okay. Russell's like, "Okay, fine, good." Um. And so Russell is, he's come to terms with being infected, begs to continue with them because they got a plan. Like there's a truck stop they're headed towards. Yes. I don't really know why. I don't remember why they're headed towards a I truck stop. But they're headed towards a truck stop. Um, they come to a military roadblock, almost to the truck stop. Um, movie's wrapping up, really. We're like, okay, yeah. we're getting there. And Russell's like, T- I'm going to go confront the soldiers, distract them, you guys head out. And they, and it works. Russell ends up getting shot and killed. He gets to go down as a hero of sorts. And the Duttons are now just them. Like, it's just yeah. and Judy. And they're still on foot. I don't know how pregnant Judy is, but good for her. Good for both yeah. of them. Because apparently, it, I get the feeling like they've been walking the entire county tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and they get to the truck stop. They get to the truck stop. They're looking for a vehicle. They find bottles of water, which they're comfortable drinking. Uh-huh. Um, and we get another one of those camera pans where Judy's yeah. drinking a bottle of water in the camera pans and somebody is in yeah. the like the kitchen. Um, they they even eat. Like, these two eat together. Yeah. Like, like you could tell they're like, oh, finally. We're and safe. we kind of feel that way, too, because, again, the movie's almost over. Yes. So, yeah, Judy's not attacked yet. David goes out to, like, the garage portion, and he sees the truck of those vigilantes that were in town earlier. Yeah. And so he knows they're there. Well, Judy finds... They find Judy first. They're tracking her down. Um, David is trying to save the day. He ends up like there's like four of them, like three or yeah. four of these guys, um, you know. And so they they find a truck. Oh yeah, at the yeah, this is where they found two at the truck stop. They found one of those like the trucks that David was headed towards, where like you're you're not you don't have a fever. Get on this truck and we'll take yeah. you out of here. They take like they found these trucks at the truck stop where they had murdered and executed everybody anyway. Uh-huh. Like everybody. Yeah. Dead. Like they were just all like, like. T- I don't want to say, 
Like they were almost like just not they were ashes, but it's like they were like charred. Yes, charred. Yeah, so they'd taken a flamethrower to them. Uh, so we get this fight with the with this last remaining crew of like you said, this kind of like redneck group. Um you know, and they win. David sets one of them on fire. They end up they they get a semi truck. As they're driving away, of course, now they're in a semi truck. They've got like the CB radio, and they can hear the chatter over the radio from the military that they're they're going to blow up Ogden Marsh. Yeah. Um, and so they're trying to drive away from it as fast as they can. <laughs> they get the countdown. You get the mushroom cloud. Like they've detonated a nuclear bomb on this on this community, um, in an effort to save everybody that's contaminated. Uh, it destroys their truck. Luckily, they're not hurt. And they start walking towards Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Much larger town, 100,000 yeah. plus. Um, and we get another one of those military satellite views from above that, like, they've been tracking these two. Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing. They weren't, like, Dave and Judy weren't, they weren't infected. No. And so... I get why they're tracking because they don't know they're not infected, but you're going to take out in like a hundred thousand plus. Well, yeah, they do. Um, that's if you turn it off there, you miss the extra, um, you know, newscaster reports on that explosion that they've set a perimeter. We're not letting anybody into the area. Well, then an infected person shows up kind of like when we watch the, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, and they uh-huh. made it to that island, and they were as already infected there. Kind of that, yeah. and then the signals lost, and that's the end of the movie. Like, it's it's just it it is a remake. Like I said, it's a remake of a 1973 movie. Same premise. I think I like this one better. The original was good. I'm not taking anything away from it, but it was less horror than this one. The other one was more like thriller esque. You know, you don't. It's it's the same kind of storyline. You're not yeah. you're not you're not missing anything from one to the other. But the other one definitely had more, like it felt like more military involvement. Okay. Um, you know, it seemed more of just like like I said, like a suspense thriller type movie. This one they geared it more towards horror, um, which is why we watched it because this is yeah. a horror podcast. Did you know that? <laughs> so. And uh, that's that's the crazies from 2010. I like this movie. I did too. Um, we do have some school in this movie, so we should probably put on our thinking <laughs> caps. Um, although I don't know, because I feel like the events of this movie happen over like two days. Yeah, it was it was very quickly done. Yeah, I would say I would say two days. Um, because you had Rory's death, and then that night Bill killed his family, and then the whole next day is when all of this went down. Yeah. Then that night, that following night, was out at Scotty's place, and then they made it back to the Duttons on the morning of the third day, but not, and then they escaped from the truck stop that night. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, probably two and a half days. Because it was afternoon of, of the first day because there was a baseball game going on. So I would say afternoon. Yeah, so probably two and a half days. That all yeah, not very out. long at all. No, pretty efficient. Pretty efficient. So 
what do you grade this though? Let's grade this. This one. movie is getting an A minus from me, just okay. because, like, I mean, I don't know. There was nothing to bring it down, but there was nothing that just like made it like, oh, I just oh yeah. loved it. You yeah, know? I'm with you. Yeah. It's it's a solid movie. You aren't yes. going, you aren't going to go away being like that might be my favorite movie of all yeah. time or that it you know but it's it's got it's 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 like a good meal. Yes. Not a great one. Yes. Like, like it didn't make me think about like you know drinking tap water. Right. But let me tell you, Barbarian did make me think about the Airbnb right. that I was sleeping in fair on enough. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, that, that's fair. And it's like, this movie doesn't have a ton of gore. Right. It's It's got some, and ter- just in terms of like the special effects. Yes. And, you know, like making them look contaminated. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'd say, I'm going to give it an A- minus as well. Uh, I think it's a solid grade. Like I said, it's not it's not the best meal I've ever had. But it's something that if I had this meal every once in a while, I'm yeah, fine with it. I go back for seconds. Yeah, it's not a bad, it's not a bad one. Um, you got anything to take from this? Lesson wise, I honestly, I really don't. I, I no. felt everybody, everybody in this movie did what they're supposed to. Yes, I felt as if like it it was planned out very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even down to Russell, like accepting that he was infected and that he needed to basically just give himself over. Yeah. But I mean, Becca's death was not her doing. No. You know, she didn't do anything stupid. Like, no, everybody. And that's, I guess what kind of makes this movie a little bit, a little, I'm going to use the word scary just for lack of a better one. A little bit scarier is everybody in this movie did what they're supposed to. Yeah. It just shows you the speed and power of, the military. Yeah. The sheriff did his part. Nobody cared that he was sheriff. Nobody. No. She was a doctor. Nobody cared. It's like, we don't no. care. To us, you're contaminated. Um, but yeah, everybody in here was smart. Nobody did anything they weren't supposed to do. You know, there wasn't really any, like, outliers in the community. So, yeah, I, I'd say there's really not a lesson to take from it. No. You know, um, when you're... Because... I don't know. I mean, we've all been we've all been quarantined. We've been through it. Yeah. Um, thankfully, it's not as bad as this was. Where it's right. Like, no, we're like, going to kill you anyway. Just so. do what you're supposed to do, and right. you know. Right. Exactly. You do what you're supposed to do. Um, fair enough. Shall we? Um, shall we watch another one next week? I think so. I think we should. I have a request. We have we have a request. (laughs) Uh, Two episodes ago, our Night of the Living Dead episode, um, we posted, and we got a comment or two. Actually, two from the same person. This is a shout out to YouTube uh, member. I don't I'm I don't know if they're subscribing or not, but I'm gonna assume they are. Uh, Bobo Yam Yams 9411. Everybody knows Bobo Yam Yams. Yes. Everybody. But this uh, Bobo Yam Yams 9411 commented twice on the Night of the Living Dead episode. He says, Great synopsis. This is the classic that started them all. Romero was a genius. And then commented, Also, I haven't checked yet. Can you cover Omega Man, the Heston film, Charlton Heston? That's a classic my pops and I always loved watching. 
So yes, Bobo Yam Yams, we will watch The Omega Man. So we will be back next week to cover a request. Our first, like, non... Well, no. The person that that mentioned Barbarian to you out in Vegas, we didn't know who they were either. Um, uh, Black Phone. Or Black Phone, right. Yeah, Black not phone. that it matters, but yeah, yeah I was like... Yeah. yeah. Well, but we are going to cover 1971's Omega, The Omega Man, um, starring Charlton Heston. It is a movie based on the 1954 novel I Am Legend by Richard Matheson. Um, Richard Matheson, it's, he's written other stuff. I can't think. It doesn't really matter off the top of my head. Um, but he kind of falls into that, like, Edgar Allan Poe-ish of like I write a bunch of like kind of dark stuff yeah. Stir, oh Stir of Echoes that's where it went okay. you wrote Stir of Echoes you wrote Stir of Echoes as well I knew that name was familiar for a reason um, but this his novel I Am Legend had been first um, turned into a 1964 movie The Last Man on Earth starring Vincent Price which is a, it's a good movie it's a little hammy Vincent Price, I love as an actor, but he's he's in a ton of horror films, but they aren't scary horror films. They're yeah. more scary situation horror films. Uh-huh. Um, and then also most recently remade in 2007, starring Will Smith and a dog, I Am Legend. Um, but this is the middle one. This is Charlton Heston. Uh, I've not seen this. This would be new. For I me. haven't either. I've seen I Am Legend. Right, and I've also seen, seen I Am Legend. Stuff. I've not seen Omega Man, but we're gonna. It runs in about ninety-eight minutes, um, which is, I think, way shorter than Will Smith's version. Yeah, I feel like I Am Legend was really long. Uh, it's only nine minutes longer. It feels yeah. longer than that, though. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna watch Charlton Heston the Omega Man for next week, and then we'll probably be back the episode after that because uh, Ella's chomping at the bit. To watch <laughs> so we got to get some scream in. Um, you got anything to go with? It feels like it's been forever since we've recorded. I know. Um, yeah, I think I was getting sick not recording. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> all this stuffiness because you just like, yeah. crying, crying for not being able to record. Sorry to all of the YouTube subscribers that I've continuously been wiping my nose. But... <laughs> and sorry for all you audio listeners that just get to hear <laughs> snuffle up, I guess, on the other I end know. of the show. <laughs> it's awful. So. No, um, to the teachers, enjoy summer. Yeah. Uh, Got about a month left. Yeah. Month and change. So, yeah, we will be back for sure next. Well, we might even get another episode knocked out yeah. this week. So, uh, social media-wise, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're still not on Snapchat. We're still not on TikTok. And we're not on Threads either. Not yet. Yeah, I just heard about Threads yesterday. Yeah. I'm not in a hurry. I'm on <laughs> it. I'm on Threads, by the way. Just oh, okay. Just out of curiosity. But it's one of the... It's, it's hard, like... Social media is hard when you're just getting started because I don't know anybody else on there. And Erica I don't know, is. is she, and I don't know how to find yeah. anybody else on there. Yeah. No. So it's like, well, I'm there. So, uh-huh. um, but it's like, honestly, how often do I te- check Twitter? Hardly ever. How I often do I check Instagram? Even less. Like, whatever. 
it goes to show, like I mentioned at the top of the show, though, we didn't put uh, <laughs> we didn't put Return of the Living Dead out on social media at all because I was on vacation. Boom, drops is our like biggest episode yeah. on YouTube yet. So this is what's going to take us to the top. That's right, all the way to the top. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. We're uh, we're I got to fit it into my other show as well. So, um, but that's all I got. And if you don't have anything else, then listeners and viewers thank you for joining us once again for another episode of Deducation. we will be back next episode with the omega man and until then enjoy yourself and have a great summer